It's Kyla Powers. I know I haven't had as many entries of late. I've had a lot of things going on in my personal life. But um, I have a YouTube channel, which I hope people are checking out. I got a bunch of different things on there from uh, comedy to, you know, things that patriots should be concerned about. And I am not the kind of person that wants to have a YouTube channel where people are asking questions or they generally want to connect with you and you don't respond. Like, I don't think that that's good. So I do try to respond. And someone, I was pointing out why we need to be able to identify uh, people that are behind the, or help to perpetrate the transgender agenda. And I was explaining uh, that I wasn't explaining. I had re-uploaded a video that I thought pretty much showed it and why. And uh, this person was saying to me, a person responded on my page and he said, you know, uh, I served the country and I was a veteran and uh, I really don't worry about if there's wickedness going on, I don't worry about it. And and uh, I know he was harmless, but that's the most dangerous type of citizen that you can have. Because if someone's trying to warn you about something and you just say, well, I'm just going to just la-di-da and ignore it or whatever. What if somebody's telling you, I saw somebody with a gun run into that building you know, don't go in there. And you're just like, no, I got to go buy my lottery cards. I'm not going to, you know, I'm just going to go do it. It's like the people that tried to warn uh, Peter Parker, you know, oh, the robber went that way or whatever. And he was so interested in, you know, his reward or whatever, or what, what his agenda was, his personal agenda, what he was going to get a car to impress his girlfriend that he didn't do something that he could have done and Uncle Ben got hurt. I'm sorry I go back to that story so often. I am a comic book kid, but it just, it illustrates so much because it's like, if someone goes out of their way, so many researchers and truthers, and believe me, I think a lot of these people that are on these channels that are truthers, and you can tell the ones that, you know, are only about money and people that just, regardless of whether they make money, they still, you know, do the task of trying to inform their fellow man, right? But so many people are out here, average citizens. They're on Twitter, they're on YouTube, and they're trying to alert everyone that the United States is facing a threat that is more dangerous than just uh, hostilities between political parties. There is a regime, a globalist regime in the world of which Kissinger, uh, who else, Gates, uh, who else, Soros and Hillary and all of them, they're a part of it. And they can't wait for the debts to be called in and for certain things to happen in the United States, any kind of chaos that they can cause to happen, provoke to happen, instigate to happen, you know, they want that to happen so that they can come into this country and they want to flood the country with immigrants. And I have nothing against immigrants that come in legally that contribute to the country and do what it takes to earn citizenship. I am not, as somebody who is a descendant of people that were never paid for their labor, for random people coming from anywhere in the world and getting a handout at the expense of Americans when we've got veterans and we got pregnant women on the streets and people that don't have health care. It just mathematically is irresponsible. And it's not good. It's not good for America. And these globalists, they want to bring in all these random people so that we have the same chaos that's going on in Europe. And part of their plan, I'm sorry, my answering machine is going off. Um, I'm sorry.
I'm so sorry that's going off right during my radio show. You can't say that uh, it's predictable because it really, really isn't. I don't know what they're yabbing about. But let's stay focused while they're talking about that. I I can't get up and stop it now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know what she's talking about. Um, so anyway, what I was saying to you is the disarmament of the American citizen is what they want to do. They'll use children. They'll use uh, celebrities. They'll use whatever it takes to disarm you so that when their uh, new world order comes in, and the new world order is a, is a continuation of the Nazi regime. I should just play some music while this woman is just yapping. Let's 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 do that. Hold on. Let's do a music break while she's going on and on. Oh god. That's who I picked. I'm so sorry. That was just kind of <laughs> random. Oh, God, I was talking to you about such an important thing. And that's exactly, that's exactly why whomever it was had them call right at that time. Because they knew that I was in the midst of telling you something. And I hope you didn't hang up in the midst of that. I hope you didn't turn off your, your radio in the midst of that. Um, this is live. I don't, I don't edit for the most part. But um, what I was saying to you is that the disarmament is so that Americans can't fight back because there's a regime that's very, very real and they plan on taking your liberties away. And if the country is armed then it's going to slow them down in doing that. This is why we have these devices. We got Facebook, which is a dossier on everybody. And, uh, and these devices and the smart meters and all of that, that's why everybody's being monitored so that they can know who is who for when they want to do what they want to do, which is the enslavement of the whole entire world. It is the neo-Nazi plan they never lost they just went to South America, and then they put their people in place, have these people that were in the skull and bones and in Yale and in all these schools. This is why it's a satanic regime. And that is the main thing that everybody has to understand, is that Satanism is bigger than it ever was. And they're using pedophilia and transgenderism and transhumanism to do it. They are adopting children and they are transforming them. And number one, they transform themselves. So you wouldn't even know. You think you're looking at a mother and you're not looking at a mother. You're looking at two men that have a little boy that they have dressed as a little girl that they're raping. This is what happened to Madeline McCann. You have a gazillions of kids out here that are in orphanages that are targeted because I guess nobody cares or whatever. They're doing human trafficking and they're using an organization called FAPE in order to move the children around in containers that don't get checked by customs because they've got big names on their board. This is happening with the Harvey Wine. If you're sitting there in denial and you're saying, I'm skeptical, I need proof that this is going on and I refuse to believe it and I refuse to look at it. They're coming for your kids and they're coming for your grandkids. And it's that simple. And there's a definite move against Christians. When you go for a job and you find out that the person that got it is trans or is most likely a part of their agenda, and you see that it's across the board and it's unilateral, then you're going to start waking up. People don't quite see it yet, but it's coming. 
Now, if you have somebody like Harvey Weinstein, how many people were saying, how many people were saying, oh, if you just work hard, you'll just get to the tops of Hollywood and you'll just get to be the biggest star ever. No, there's no non-transhumanized star in Hollywood or anywhere on television or anywhere else. And you need to open your eyes. And that is the point of why you need to recognize the deception of what's going on. Because if you can't delineate that and you don't understand the threat, then you don't understand how standards in the United States are completely changing. When you go into every school and they've got all the kids are androgynous, you can't tell the girls from the boys. And if you say something and you call them by the wrong gender, Teachers are either losing their job or they, if it's done in a, a workplace, you can go to jail. This is what's happening. And people don't know that it's happening. They don't know that it's that bad. It is that bad. And not only that, they're running the government. People that have been MK altered sex slaves, which means that they are compromised. They are blackmailed individuals. I would say probably it could be up to 90% of the people that are working in our government are, have blackmail material on them of them being involved with some kind of human trafficking, snuff films, child sex uh, abuse, and they film them. And if they don't do what they're told or if they want to do something else or whatever, they control these people because they've got them on film doing this terrible stuff. And that's who the elected officials are. And if that doesn't concern you, then you deserve the reality that we're going to get. Maybe you deserve it, but it's not fair to your fellow man. It's not fair for you to decide that someone else's rights can be taken away. Guns don't kill people. Just like if somebody is in a car Two different people are in their cars and one hits somebody or an animal and the other one doesn't. Do you blame the car or do you blame the irresponsible person that is inebriated behind the wheel? We really, really have become a nation that whatever kind of propaganda we hear, if we hear it enough times, just like if we hear a terrible song on the radio, you hear it enough times, you like it. It becomes a part of your reality. And that's very dangerous. You, you see a star that came from out of nowhere, may not even be uh, qualified, but they put that person in your face enough and tell you that this person is the sun, moon, and the stars. The next thing you're listening, you're, you're choosing your shopping choices off of what this person likes or doesn't like. You're looking at yourself in relation to how this person looks, you don't know how that person got where they got. I have family members that if they don't hear it on TV, if they don't hear it on mass media, oh, they just assume everything on mass media is true. And they don't consider who owns mass media. In whose best interest is it to disseminate the truth? Not theirs. Not they, They're not trying to tell you the truth. You're really waiting for an announcement. Oh, by the way, we're owned by neo-Nazis and we're, we're going to come to the United States flooded with immigrants. And then when you're all dazed and confused, crash the economy and take, well, since you have no guns, we'll just take everybody out. How many films do you need to see? Every television show, they're showing you androgyny, transhumanism, uh, the Armageddon. They're showing you all this stuff. I'm not saying focus on negativity. I'm saying wake up, see what's going on in your world, and everybody stand up and say, no, this is not the standard of where we want it to go. Pedophilia, they are changing laws to put in pedophilia so that the, why do you think they want to mess with kids' gender identity earlier and earlier? Because if they are confused about that, then they can introduce sex earlier. And then these people believe that they have the right to just have sex with kids. It could be your kids. Are you ready for that? While you sit and you think that you don't have to be involved in it. It's time for some people to wake up. 
Because you doing nothing and making no decision and having no part, that's a decision. That's a decision to be quiet and to put your head in the sand. And if it doesn't bother you that the people that have the power to start world wars, drop drones, do biochemical or biological warfare with a geoengineering, with the weather, if that doesn't bother you, if you are not aware that the whole atmosphere is being, you know, invaded by, they're, they're putting nanites in the air, which are these small metal particles, they can now put your whole life on a tiny, tiny chip, whatever. They're putting these particles in the foods. They're putting plastics, okay? The plastics that have your, your food and your water and your everything else that are changing your gender identity. It's affecting you. And that means that it's taking away your choice. They're not asking you if you're going to change your gender or if all of a sudden you're going to be gay or whatever it is. They're not asking you. They're doing it. They're taking away freedoms. And this country, you better wake up because it's aggressive. It's aggressive. It's a movement. The Obamas brought it in. Just because they appear to be black doesn't mean they had any black people's interest at heart. They didn't have anybody in the United States interest. He, he has interests that are abroad, pro-Muslim, pro, he did not run on an LGBT line, but that was the, his only goal and he achieved it and they deserve rights. But don't come in as if you're this liberator for black people and try to act like you're some civil rights leader trying to do a Martin Luther King impression and you're, that's not what you're really about. Obama was full of crap. He was an abomination. He wasn't even a citizen. And his husband, wife, isn't a citizen. And they were involved in uh, taking kids from nursing, uh, from, from orphanages in Chicago and ordering them to the White House for uh, $65,000. What do you really think somebody spends $65,000 on hot dogs? Do people really think that? They've already told us, without a shadow of a doubt, that the Hollywood actresses testified and told you that they had to endure the casting couch. And that it's, and they, they didn't even tell you that it's probably from birth that they're going through that because they're in satanic families that castrate them and they have to pretend to be women and all that stuff. And it, they are groomed for that. That's how they get where they get. And if they don't do that, they don't get there. That's step one. You've already heard, you know about the child rape in the Catholic Church. But yet, if all these truthers come and they tell you about Pizzagate and they're saying, we have it, we've traced all the lines. We can document everything Hillary and Obama did with uh, Uranium One. We can tie in the Podestas to Madeleine McCann. We've got, you know, John McCain involved with um, the, the, the abuse of children. We've got all this evidence. It's everywhere. And they've even on television, they've said that this child sex abuse is going on. But you don't think it's a problem. This is a very dangerous state of mind because this is exactly, this is why the Jews, they keep reminding you. They say, oh, never forget. Because it's the same thing that's happening again. What's happening to the women in Iran with the, the, uh, the genital mutilation and all that stuff. People are saying, well, if it doesn't affect me, I'm not, gonna, I'm not even going to be concerned. I'm not going to be aware. And when it gets to you, who is going to stand for you? Who is going to be concerned for you? We are all our brother's keeper. If you want to say, well, I can't handle everything because I just want to focus on the positive and have a kumbaya moment. When it gets to you and you need help and you're in trouble, who is going to help you? 
I'm asking you. We've had too many people tell us that the sex abuse is going on. It's not a conspiracy. It's still going on in the Catholic Church. They're not being punished. The main dog is still here in New York doing the same thing that they've always done. The Pope, how many people did he get rid of? I mean, they've, it's, it's on record. The actresses told you that it's happening. It's time for Americans to wake up. Wake up. Wake up your fellow man. We are being put to the test, especially Christians. If you're sitting there waiting for white Jesus in the sky, I'm telling you, you're going to be sorely disappointed because what God wants you to do is take that word and use it and do what he's what he would have you do. If you know that kids are being abused, get your church involved in adopting the 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 nearest orphanage and seeing what's going on there. Get your church members involved in knowing what's going on. Pick one area of outreach where the church can make a difference in the community. Be aware of what's really going on. Protect your kids. I don't know if you see these movies that are out here that are just completely promoting promiscuity. And people are not watching their kids. They're letting their kids be raised by television, by movies, by music. This culture is created to take you off the path. To snatch your soul. It, it's not about religion. It's not about religion. It's about a personal relationship with your creator. However you think about that, whatever. If you lose that and you lose that spiritual dimension to your life, you have no life. You can kiss it goodbye. Your soul endures forever. This one life that we have on this earth, do you know that it's binding? What we do lifetime to lifetime on our soul's journey, you don't want to do that. You don't want to be tied for eternity. You've got to think beyond that because you know that the earth is in a transition. We're in a transition and we are being given a choice by Yahuwah. Let's call him by his right name. We're, giving, we're being given a choice of where do we want to be in the new earth with Yahuwah, which is heavenly. Eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard. The riches, the glory, the peace, the prosperity, the beauty, the music, the everything that is with him in this place over riches that are temporary, that what they're not, you, you're seeing people on TV and you think it's so glamorous and you think they work so hard. This is sex slavery that these people are enduring for what they've got. And this is why, why do so many of them, why are they all in, um, Rehab, why are they, so many of them in drugs, so many of them died from drugs. Do they have peace? Do they have peace? Look at yourself right now. You may not have everything. I don't have everything. There's many things that I would want and that I would like. But if you have that relationship and you have the peace of that, no matter, yeah, I mean, you don't have the other stuff. But if you have that peace of mind, you are richer. You are richer than somebody that has to constantly fill that hole in their souls with consumerism or materialism. We all have that challenge. I'm not above that challenge. But I just encourage you today to develop a relationship however you need to, however you see or experience the divine. 
that it's important to do so. And it's important that if there are people out here that are violating the divine laws and the human laws, that there is a price for us as a society to pay if we allow that to happen. There is a price. When you sin, there's a price that you pay in itself. We always think of some kind of fire and brimstone uh, punishment, and it doesn't work that way. The sin in itself is a punishment, and I'm trying to think of ways to explain that to you. Which means, if you drink, okay, and you drink to the point where it's controlling you, you're going to have sore throats. You're going to have trying to get money and just going to the, every time you go to the bathroom, all that money that you spent on that, you're just wasting it like that. And when you wake back up and you're sober again, you have the same problem. And then obviously you have liver damage. And it, you, no matter how young you are, there's people that have just literally taken themselves out doing it. So it's a sin in itself. You're getting away with it. You're an adult. No one's stopping you. But it's punishing your body. And it's taking a toll. You're smoking cigarettes. I have a, a homeboy that just told me that he just decided that he's going to stop with the cigarettes. And the thing is, nobody's stopping you. And if you live by yourself, you can smoke those cigarettes. But you're punishing your body. You get one set of lungs. You get one set of lungs. And there's enough in this life that is challenging without us harming ourselves. Without us harming ourselves. Now me, I have something where I have this anemia or whatever, some kind of fatigue or whatever. I'm better than I was because I used to have like, you know, just so run down, excuse me, that I couldn't even move. It was that bad. And then I learned to use essential oils. And if I ever wasn't feeling well, uh, I know how to use peroxide. I know how, to, uh, not peroxide, hydrogen peroxide. Um, I know when I need to hydrate myself and drink water, we all need to drink more water. Any problem that you have, cancer, whatever it is that you have, it comes from dis-ease, toxicity. When we drink that water, and I got two bottles right in front of me right now, and I'm going to drink them. And if we can get them as uh, oxygenated as possible, that's the best thing that we can do because oxygenated cancer cannot live in an oxygenated environment. It just simply can't. It does not make sense to take uh, chemo or any kind of chemicals that's going to further toxify you. We need to be drinking water. We need to be doing enemas. You may laugh at me, but I'm going to get back on my enema game. Enemas were back in the 70s before... You know, they started doing what they're doing now. You would go in the hospital for whatever it was, and they would hook you to an IV and get those water and the fluids into you to get your blood normalized. Okay. And then you would basically, you'd be on like a fast, you'd have enemas, and you'd be hydrated. And people got better from a myriad of illnesses in like sometimes two weeks to two months, things that people are dying of now. Just because they did a combination of fasting from bad foods and the detox of having water and doing the enemas. You can save your own life. Now, I'm telling you, I'm thanking God for HelloFresh because HelloFresh is bringing vegetables into my life that I probably wouldn't get to. It's really, really saving me. I will tell you that, that not everybody has the opportunity and has the access to the fresh vegetables and the fresh fruits and stuff like that. And there are ways to offset it, which means, you know, for me, the other day, I could have gotten a green juice. I ended up getting a protein juice. But instead of buying whatever, just get a green juice when you can get it. Just get it into you when you can get it. And my dad has been making greens 
and I've been gobbling them down and they've been phenomenal. All of this, all of this is a part of us loving ourselves. And I know people have make fun of self-care and all that kind of stuff, but that's, how do we put more money in cars and we put more money in clothes and on getting our hair done and on makeup and all this stuff and what we put in our bodies is like horrendous i have sometimes had pancakes two or three times a week but you know what i'm using healthy stuff i whenever i make whatever i make i usually um when i don't have pancakes i make an omelet a day whether it's, uh, sometimes I'll skip breakfast and it's more of a brunch. So that's that one meal that I'll have that's breakfast and lunch. And I'll have a solid omelet with as much veggies as I have access to, a little bit of cheese or whatever it is that I have. I can make a wrap. I can do whatever. And I'll tell you that I don't think that I'm overeating. I don't think that I'm overeating. I feel like I have portion control. And... I'm mindful. And I think in all the topics that I've discussed today, that that is the key to everything, is that we don't have to be perfect. We really don't. And it's not for anyone else. It's not about how you look to anybody else. It's not about what anybody else thinks of your grind or your routine or anything. It's all for you. Your body is yours. It's yours. It's all about you. And if we love ourselves and we just do the best that we can, it gets better and better and better and better. It might be gradual. It depends on how much willpower you have. It can get instantly better or it can take as long as you decide in yourself that it's going to take. That's what I see. And sometimes... I realize with myself even that you have to emotionally be ready to make change. You have to be ready in yourself. Somebody could tell you, I could tell you, or somebody else, you need to do this and you can do that and blah, blah, blah. I think that that's a really arrogant thing to say or do to someone. Well, all they need to do is that obviously... They're having something in their lives or some kind of block or something, whatever it is. If if it was that easy, they would do it. They have to get to a new perspective and a new place of understanding to be able to think that they can do differently, think differently, be differently. Their inner reality has to change before their outer reality can change. You know, how many times I have all my mother's stuff. I have to do the taxes. How, how many times have I, I know I have to do it. I want to do it. I need the money. I would love to sell my stuff. I need to get the stuff in order. But I simply did not have the strength to do it. And that's something to factor in. When we're judging other people, why don't they do this? And they could just do that. We got to get out of that because we got to support each other. That's the the way that we're going to defeat this, this silent war enemy that is against all humanity, slowing us down with bad foods, putting bad stuff into our mind, into through entertainment and through every other kind of way. We've got to get stronger and we've got to support each other, which is why I'm going to write back to this guy before I might, you know, I did say earlier, I'm like, you know, you're going to have to get off your butt and do some work that the the information is out there. You're going to have to do it. But now I, I guess I see he's not ready to take responsibility. But then you can't tell me that or anyone else that. That they need to take responsibility. You need to take responsibility. Anybody that is dispensing advice, and that's me included, look at yourself first. It's so serious. You can't be worried about somebody else and your whatever. But guess what? 
If we don't worry about each other, we all share the same fate because we're all connected. But we don't realize that we're connected. We think, oh, it's, that's just that person. It's not just that person. We're a community. We're a global community. And just because the news is not reporting on everything that's going on to those women in Iran, they are practicing. The globalists are practicing abroad what they're doing in Europe and what they're doing in these Arab countries. They're they're refining their methods the Sharia law, they want to bring that to America. The rapes that are going on in Europe, they're practicing it. I'm not saying it to you to make you feel bad, to bring you down, to depress you. I'm trying to wake you up so you say, guess what? Let's stop it there so it doesn't come here. If people want to bring it here, let's stop them from coming in. And let's support these women around the world. It is time for us to take off the shackles of party. I, I, I'm an independent. I am not for either one of these parties. That the Democrats that sell everybody out for personal gain. The Republicans that are half of them are cowards and sold out. But they pretend to stand by the Christian line. And yet when Trump tries to do something bold, whether you hate him or not, if he does the right thing and you don't support him, there's something wrong with you. I don't care who it is. I don't worship anybody. We need to stop worshiping people. I don't care who it is. Look at what they do and how that affects your life. Well, I don't like that person because of the... Are they doing a service that could save your life? You need to look at that. If, if, somebody, if you're being told not to like somebody, you need to ask yourself, why? Why am I being told not? What, is, what has this person really done? Because this is exactly the situation that Christ purportedly went through, where people were saying, all those Pharisees were saying, well, who is this person? This person's the son of a carpenter. He can't be anybody. Oh, we don't like him. We don't want to hear what it is that he has to say. And that, look, look who he hangs out with. Oh, he's poor. Oh, he's dirty. Oh, he's this. Oh, he's that. There's this phrase that says, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it right, but it's like, you never know when you're entertaining angels. You never know who anybody is. You know, there could be people in our lives that we overlook for whatever reason. We've heard about them. Somebody told us something about them or they look this way or that way. But when it really comes down to it, who is there for you? It might surprise you. It might not, not always be that person who always looks great and has the best car and has the this and that. And why is that? Because that's that person's priority. That person worships that over human beings. So if you're not in that lane where you can be of use to that person, you may not hear from them because you don't have the look or you don't appear to be uh, as profitable as, you know, you would need to be. But if they fall on their luck, they would expect you to do something. No, all these, a lot of these people talking about they pulled themselves up and they did this and they did that. They're not telling you that they had an older sibling that cleared the way, that had already been through the system. And even if they didn't graduate, they, they helped them know how to do it. They didn't tell you that they had an uncle or, or a parent that paid off their student loans, so they, they never had to think about student loans. They just could just live their life frivolously or whatever. Everybody has burdens. 
no matter where you are on the scale. You could be poor and think, well, that person's, that person's rich, that person grew up having everything, or that person's so talented, or that person has the look, or blah, 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 whatever it is that you think about that person. You don't know what that person had to deal with. A lot of people grow up well-to-do, and their parents are not involved at all. They may not have the, the, that involvement of love with a parent that's with you every day. They may have gone to a boarding school and just, you know, didn't have that experience. They could be a person of color in an elite environment that you think, well, who does that person think that they are? And blah, blah, blah. You don't know what kind of racism that person faced being in that environment, being one of a kind. You don't know. And all, but all you see is their privilege. We don't know each other well enough. And the storytelling that would tell us these stories, we're not really getting that because whoever's in charge has an agenda and that's the only agenda that they are interested in putting in front of our, our eyes. That's the only story that they think is worth telling. And only certain people are the ones who are valued enough to be telling it. And that's a mistake. Because if you don't stay with what's real, people are going to lose interest. And people would much rather have something in common, even if the person is a totally different race from them, totally different background. But if it's a real human experience, real, real, authentic stories ring true. There's more to life that's happening right now because we're all living the, ex the experience, but they're not talking about it. They're acting like what we look like is the only thing that's important right now when it's the furthest thing from the truth. What you look like could change in a day. And that's for many reasons, and I don't want to say negative reasons, but anything could happen to anybody in a day. You could win uh, $100,000 in the lottery, and from the time you wake up in the morning, you go to some place and they completely remake you over in how you look skin treatments, put some hair on your head, contacts, buy you some new clothes, suck the fat out of you, put it somewhere. It can be done. This is what all these people are having done that are in front of you that you feel that you have to measure up with. Superficial things can change. Who we are inside, that self-perception, that takes longer to change. Usually, we, we really can change it for better. Just as fast as something can turn negative, it can turn positive and have an impact if you have the imagination to believe that that kind of change can happen. You can decide it and it can happen. But to even decide it, you have to feel that you're worthy. You have to feel that uh, it's more than worth. Sometimes you're numb. You're just numb from the pain of it. Or you're just tired. You're just tired. We keep going like rats on a wheel. We do not stop. And remember when I said that sin is a sin in itself, where the Lord, I'm not going to call him the Lord, Yahuwah, said to hold that Sabbath day as holy, which is Saturday. That day where you put away the things of the world and you realign yourself spiritually with Yahuwah, whether you go to church or not, do you, and it's more important that you have that private time where you're in touch 
with Yahuwah and what he thinks and what he wants? And are you just not listening to anything but about him and what he would want for your life? Because that, when you stop doing that realignment every week, or I, I mean, I do it every day. And I hope people are doing it every day, but some people only get to do it once a week. Some people do it once a month. But you get out of it what you put into it. And we want change so bad, but we don't understand if we take a day to just focus on him, listen, listen, to just be quiet and listen that the answers that we are looking for come I've been so facing my own anxieties because I've had pressures on me. You know, I, I want to help my dad and I want to do so much and all that. And it's just what I was just seeing was the problem, the problem, the problem. And then, you know, knowing that I didn't have many avenues because I was working, I was doing something and I was tired already. And we need to understand that we're human beings. And there's, a, there's different kinds of tired. There's sleepy tired, and then there's just spiritually tired, where you just need a rest from your burdens. You need a rest from people in your face talking. You just don't need anybody talking anymore. You don't need to hear what they think about you or anything else. You want to go to that place, and that's the place where he is, Yahuwah, where every, guess what, everything goes perfect because he's, yes, he's in charge. But that state is not to bliss out. That state is to say, he's in charge, so therefore I have the victory. It's all based on logic. He's in charge. I have the victory. If I already have the victory, what can I do? Already knowing that I have the victory, what can I do with it? I've had to do these taxes, and I was just like, I am going to do these taxes today. I have the victory. Whatever I don't know, I will find out. I will call. I will do it. Whatever it is, I, I, I face the music. I accept whatever the answer is. Because guess what? I can't change the truth of it. If the truth of it is this, I can't make it that. The truth of something is all that there is, ever. That's all there ever is. And many people, you know, I guess they don't know. Uh, They think I just pull things out of a hat or whatever. First of all, just think about it. No one can do anything consistently if it's that random. And I do it consistently. How do I do it? That connection. Because right thinking, Confucius, Buddha, just because I grew up in the Christian tradition doesn't mean I can't avail myself of knowledge from other other traditions. Right thinking is so important. Your self-logic, your self-talk is so important. I know that I can think my way out of anything. I'm very confident in that. I know it pisses some people off. But I know that I can come up with a way. And I trust that I can, and it's acting on that. And now I know, I know all the things that are before me. I was emotionally overwhelmed. And sometimes you need comfort, that comfort. And that's why they have all these things to, to placate us and distract us so that we get that comfort and then we can go on. But we can talk to ourselves and give our own selves comfort and remind ourselves. I heard something today that says, and and it's also biblical, where it says you will not be tested above that which you can bear. 
And it's so true. But you, for me, I had to bite off one little piece at a time. And me biting off this one little piece, this little thing with the taxes, and I'm not finished. I still got to go deal with this refrigerator, go to the thing tomorrow, go to the bank, get all these records. I got, I got a massive amount of work ahead of me to do it. But I know that it has to be done. And just me doing that enabled other things in my life to move. And people, I'm going to tell you a miracle happened today. People that I've been trying to contact for the longest time. And I've been trying to put my foot down. And I was after them. And da 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 Just me taking action to do what I could do in my own strength, just doing that, it moved everything else around and other adjustments that needed to be made could be made because I moved that around. And so now things, it's like a, I hate to say this, but it's like a backed up toilet or it's like a person that's kind of like, you know, everyone should go to the bathroom two times a day. I just thought I'd add that in there. But some, sometimes people don't, and that's because they're backed up. So when you can do something like an enema, this is a metaphor. I know it's probably gross to some people, but when you can do that little bit of an enema where you can get out that little bit that's right there, then everything can start moving a lot faster. But what we got is congestion. Congestion on the inside and congestion on the outside. And we need to be kind to ourselves and not judge ourselves too harshly. I don't because I know I have absolutely no support except for Yahuwah and a couple of people that I didn't even know I could count on. That was a pleasant surprise. But I know that I'm on my way because I'm just doing what I can do. A little at a time. And I'm making headway doing that. And uh, that's what we all have to do cumulatively. If we all do a little bit at a time, we'll all catch on to the right frequency and we can make mountains move. If we have faith as small as a mustard seed, we can do that. And I believe, I believe people are waking up every single day all over. They may not say it. They may not announce it on the news. But I just know in my heart that people know. People know right and wrong. People know. I have faith. I have faith in humanity. Love to everybody. Kyla Powers Radio.